Okay. So uh, I'm. My name is Carlos. Carlos Gonzalez. I'm from Spain. Uh, I live at actually in the southern area of uh, a little bit outside of Madrid. Mm -hmm. And uh, with dogs, I started really uh, breeding like six years ago with uh, Spanish Holanos, uh, who is a breed who, anyway, I'm really related to them uh, years ago. My first uh, Alano, I had it when I was five years old in my village, who is now the name of my affix so at the same time, who is Viar uh, del Monte. Mm -hmm. It's a small village. It's really a very small town. At this moment, they have maybe 12 inhabitants. So it's wow. just in the middle of the mountain. And when I was uh, five years old, I had my first uh, Spanish Alano. Then it was disappearing during a long time. Uh, until they have uh, done the recovering of the breed. That was at the, the 80s, really. But for a long time, they was disappearing. Probably there was no way to find any Alanos. And today, after having dogs for me, for my private uh, thing, I, I, think, I was thinking that I had to do something because I was seeing that the breed was going more and more on the show, especially on shows, you see uh, more dogs who was looking like a kind of courses like uh, very heavy bulldogs mm -hmm. and it's not really what uh the, what i remember mm -hmm. from my village when i had alanos so i start to look uh alanos from hunting people from working dogs mm -hmm. and i start to choice them and uh move them uh, make them papers because a lot of uh, uh hunting dogs don't have normally papers and pedigrees so i started from zero make them papers and bring them to show to try to have a really working dogs on show. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, quite successful in the last five years with a lot of uh, titles. So I'm thinking I'm putting a little bit, uh, giving a little bit of thing uh, to the breed who, especially on show, especially now at the moment, I think we are in a moment in the breed where a lot of uh, longer time breeders have started to make a correction in, in their breed, in their selection, because we have to think that um, the Spanish Alano has a, a, a function. And this function is a, a running catch dog. Mm -hmm. That means it has to be light, but at mm -hmm. the uh, fast. And uh, I think we have to make the, the, the right selection of the, of the breed, so mm -hmm. not forget the, the function they have. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, have uh, uh, fast running dogs with, with, which are able to catch a, a wild boar and at the same time be the character who is specially, I think, in, in this uh, in this bulldogs because a lot of bulldogs have, has a character who is not so good to be with other dogs together. Normally uh, when they was used for fighting dogs or something, mm -hmm. but in that case they was traditionally used for more for, for, for hunting and so they work together with a lot of other dogs, so they don't have any problems to be with other breeds together and uh, hunting with other breeds. So I think that's important to to be in that way. And for me, it's uh, really uh, something I do with love, working with these dogs. Right. So what so, you you talked about that there was a resurrection in the '80s. What was what was happening up until then uh, to the breed? What <laughs> So the Why? thing is that the breed was, was going down when, uh, because they was also used for uh, or traditionally long time ago on uh, bullfights. That means really fighting against bull in a bull ring. 
but that one was forbidden then by the Spanish kings like uh, years ago. So it was really going down. It was only used for hunting. And uh, it wasn't that much uh, really dogs have happening. And with the time, it was pretty close to disappear. And uh, so wh what was going on was that uh, finally we had the option to to recover. It was uh, sponsored by the Spanish government to recover the breed. So a lot of uh, mm -hmm. veterinarians and people who love the breed was starting to go like from small village to small village in the 78, it was started uh, during the early 80s uh, to recover all the uh, dogs they could and start to breed them. So have all the bloodlines that was especially in the, in the north of Spain, in the area of uh, Basque country, where they had the most of uh, uh, dogs and where they took them, they buy them, they start to breed them and finally, after a long work of uh, recovering in, the, in, in 2004, so that's just really recent, it was accepted by the Spanish uh, Kennel Club as a as breed. It was not accepted before. It's one of the oldest that happened sometimes. It's a little bit strange, but it's one of the oldest breed where we can read a long time ago that uh, it was even uh, in, the, in the discovery of America, it was a uh, dog who a breed who was used and then strange during a lot of years it was not uh, recognized it was like disappear it was only used for by some hunters and uh, now we are doing the work who wasn't done during a lot of years that we are now trying to work to to make it a, a, an official fci breed that means for, uh, federation uh, international federation and we are still on work on mm -hmm. that that's still not official there are some kennel clubs right. of in, in Europe who are recognizing and also some kennel clubs in the United States. In fact, in the United States, we have now some dogs who start to, who was important over from, from Spain. And we start to have now mm -hmm. also some dogs all over the world. And that's really the good way, I think, to, to make it more popular, to, to let people know what is this breed and how it is. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, keep the original uh, function for the dog, which, he, like you said, is a catch dog, correct? Yes, um, and I can tell you a little bit. My 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 private uh, situation was when I was starting mm -hmm. with this breed to to breed with them. Before I wasn't use it really as a function. I wasn't a hunter, or I am not a hunter. I don't consider me a hunter. But when I start to breed, mm -hmm. I have to recognize that I, I, uh, in my selection, I try to keep that, uh, I don't know, that uh, function. So I started to go uh, hunting with my dogs uh, on wild boar. And I do that not often, honestly, but five, seven times per year, I try to go with my dogs to hunt so that I can mm -hmm. see that they really are working dogs, not only show dogs. I try to combinate both. Sometimes we are busy, private, uh, I have children and uh, dogs and work, yeah. and it's not easy to combinate everything. So this year I wasn't uh, at the moment hunting. I will try now uh, the next, because normally we hunt here in winter, wild boars. So I will try to go now before Christmas and uh, maybe after Christmas some other few times. Uh, let's see, it's important. If you have only a beautiful uh, show breed, it maybe doesn't matter that much. And it's more important maybe to have a character who, who is great to be at home. But if you have a breed who are really still uh, doing a work, 
you have to respect that work. I mean, you have other breeds so like Rottweiler, who are uh, traditional uh, dogs who are used on defense. And I think if you breed Rottweiler, you need to make uh, them also uh, work on uh, on defense. I know some breeder uh, mm -hmm. who are doing that, who have champion dogs, beauty on beauty, and also at the same time a defense champion, because they do both things, and that's for me really important. If you are a breeder, don't limit you just uh, to to one area. Just try. It's I know it's difficult. I know time it's uh, difficult, and uh, if if you have a lot of dogs, you need time to work with them. You need time to be with them, to keep them. And uh, this modern time, uh, in this modern uh, moment, it's so difficult to have time for everything. But sometimes uh, I, I think even if you don't do that every day, but just once a week or once, uh, two, twice every month, it's important to do that, to, to keep them uh, in, in, their, in their traditional function. Not only have beautiful dogs, it's important to have good construction dogs. It's important to have them beautiful. It's important to have them with the right character for the breed and with the right function of the breed. I think it's uh, it's not just uh, put some dogs together. Sometimes I have traveled a lot of um, miles or kilometers here to just put uh, them together. I, it's easy to make uh, maybe to use the right male, who I think, to make maybe uh, 2,000 kilometers or more just to mm -hmm. choose the right male. And I think that's important to make a good selection uh, mm -hmm. in every in every breed. Right. And I love the I love the Alanos. I, it's, honestly, I just it's my favorite breed of all. I have a lot of breeds who I like, but this is just my favorite breed mm -hmm. uh, because it's one we can be proud of our, our own country production. I mean, it's it's something we can be proud because we had that breed who was also used and transform them to a lot of other different breeds who are still exist today. And uh, I think it's also important to keep them. I mean, it's important to have them and uh, keep them. And uh, what, what I love really in, in the Spanish Alano that you can put a lot of them together and they have no problem. Sometimes when we go hunting, we are like over 100 dogs together. Wow. And they are still peaceful under them. You know, they don't are, it's, you have, can have, other breeds who are maybe stronger on hunting, like uh, the Argentine Dogo, but normally mm -hmm. their character is a little bit difficult when there are a lot of talks together. And in the Spanish Alano, that's something we, a lot of people have kept and a lot of hunters have kept that character who really can stay 50, 20, and sometimes you put them in trucks all together mm -hmm. to move them from, from, from where you keep the dogs to the hunting area, and you have no problem. So, that's important. You have no problem. You, have, you don't have to be busy that they maybe fight together, that they, you have any problem together. Okay. They're really, the character is very stable. I have two small children. One is six, one is seven years old. Since they are born, they, have, uh, they live together with dogs, and I never had a problem. I can leave them alone. I know that the dogs are stable. It's not a, and that's something I think it's important to keep also, that you have a stable dog. You, you can put inside the, whole, the house with your children, mm -hmm. with your family, and at the same time you can go out to the mountain and hunting so wild boar. So that's for me important right. to have both. Mm -hmm. I have some videos on my Facebook. I maybe uh, that's something maybe you can check. I not put too much videos of uh, hunting on, uh -huh. on Facebook because today we have all that uh, ecologist and anti-hunting people. Yeah. 
So you have to be careful what uh, type of video you put in, on, yeah, on public. But uh, there are some few where you can see really how they are all mm -hmm. together and some pictures where you can right. see 25, 35 dogs together hunting. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really amazing to see that. It's really beautiful. And mm -hmm. something I have experienced with my dogs, because at the beginning when I, have, when I start to, to, to breed, the first year and a half, two years, I wasn't uh, hunting with them. And uh, the first time when I was going out to hunt, it was so crazy to see the, the, the face of the dogs. I mean, they was really happy. They was like uh, going with children, the face your children can have when you go with them to Disneyland. It's mm -hmm. the same expression. Same, uh, they were so happy to be on, uh, on the mountain hunting yeah. that it's, uh, it's not the same if you go on the mountain to a walk with them. They are happy, but it's like going with children to park. And if you go yeah. to Disneyland, they, that smile, it was like mm -hmm. dogs were smiling to me. Mm -hmm. They had so much fun. And uh, so I like to see that also on dogs. Right, right. That they Absolutely. really enjoy, that they, that, yeah, that they enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I was asking if, if they have a decent function for uh, um, personal protection as well. Is that something that they are, are fully capable of doing or is it? Not so well, much. Uh, in, from the dogs I have at home, I have mm -hmm. one who was uh, was really working on, on 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 that sense. I was working with him, mm -hmm. with her a little bit in that type. I'm not doing that uh, so much. So I mean, I, I'm not doing a different work with my uh, Alanos, and uh, they are good in, because they've they've uh, physic. It's uh, the, the construction is good to do that too. But it's also true that uh, during mm -hmm. uh, years of selection. You had uh, mm -hmm. them used in hunting, and uh, normally on hunting, you are not uh, alone. That means you are with other people, and sometimes they have uh, a weapon on the hand. So you uh, normally hunters doesn't like to train them on defense, uh, on defense, because if you do defense, you don't can use them a lot of times to hunting. If they see someone pointing with a weapon, mm -hmm. uh, to, they can they can catch them. So. Right. They can, can be confused, so it's not something uh, who hunters normally doesn't do in uh, mm -hmm. in that case. Use them for uh, for defense, but in fact, there are a lot of them who are used on defense and they do it very well too. So yeah. it's also another option. I personally don't do it with my dogs. I have one who is uh, doing that, and uh, honestly, she's very well in that. Mm -hmm. uh, but she's also very well in hunting. The good thing is she's, she's really equilibrate. But mm -hmm. it's always a risk that you can have a dog who, who, yeah, you need to know exactly what you're doing. It's very difficult to have a dog who are good in both functions. Mm -hmm. It's not so easy to do both functions. So I respect a lot of uh, the people who are doing uh, defense work, but it's not really a, a traditional work. It's more right. more a guard dog than a defense dog. Right. We we have to difference. Guard dog, it's a dog who keeps their own uh, terrain or own area, mm -hmm. and a defense dog, it's a dog who you train to work with you, and if someone attacks you, to protect mm -hmm. you. Right. Uh, it, guard, they are okay. Defense, you have to train them really and uh, work with them. So uh, from very young age, we mm -hmm. talk about two, three months, you have to start to conditionate them to make a, a defense uh, work. And uh, I personally don't 
do that, uh, mm -hmm. honestly. I do that if I know they had some people who are doing canine uh, in, in the United States, in fact, they had keep two dogs from me. Mm. So uh, when they was uh, talking to me to take these dogs over to, to the United States and what they want to do with them, I start to train them very young so that they are, and just from the, from the one I had, make the right selection so that mm -hmm. they can start with the good, uh, good ones. And they're really happy with them. They're doing that work every day, probably every week, two, three times. Mm -hmm. So it's different when you do that uh, this way than just if you if you make it. You have to be a professional. I think if you want to train any breed on defense, you have to be really a professional and know what you're doing. Right. Right. Absolutely. So uh, do you have any other experience with other breeds? Well, I have uh, just recently... I have another breed who is uh, just a small breed who is uh, uh, called uh, Spanish, uh, well, uh, rato, uh, it's a uh, Valencian Ratter. It's coming from the area of Valencia here in mm -hmm. Spain. I've now do of, of mm -hmm. two of them, uh, and, but that's just really recent. So it's also a breed who is uh, on a, was, uh, a little bit lost. It's very similar to a mini pincher. Uh, but mm -hmm. it's normally uh, three colors, so it's white, black, and brown. They have the three-color combination, but it's very similar physically. It's a little bit uh, lighter, a little bit uh, more agile for hunting uh, right. rats. And uh, mm, mm -hmm. yeah, that's some recent. And then my wife, she's having uh, Newfoundland. So we have three breeds oh, at home. Wow! And uh, wow. Newfoundlands are really my wife's dogs. She was always falling in love with that dog. Yeah. So, uh, when she was a child, she had a neighbor who has one. And once we got mm -hmm. uh, to a big house with a big uh, area, the big yard, she wants mm -hmm. to have a Newfoundland. And uh, she was really the one who was starting to introduce me in, in shows. So <laughs> it's curious, but uh, mm -hmm. that was something my wife was introducing me. And when I was starting to go, because I had, still when I was going, I was like a, public just to watch them but i have my mm -hmm. and uh and yeah and uh when i was starting to see what kind of uh, show dogs uh, show alanos there was going on i was starting to think i have to do something because i have to be honestly during a lot of years the spanish alano who was on show was looking more like a kind of corso so it's like overweight Right. dogs like two molosoid right. in my opinion mm -hmm. and uh yeah that's the reason i really started but the introduction was uh, on shows was by my wife because of the newfoundlands mm -hmm. that's awesome i think well we have to know that uh really um we had a different breeds and uh, especially during the recovering it was a little bit uh, mixed so we have because we had Originally, three different uh, breeds who was coming from Dalano, well, Dalano and two other breeds who was coming from Dalano. One is the Spanish Presa, not the Canarian, the Spanish one, and then the Villano. The Villano is a light version of, uh, the, of the Alano. So it's also especially used, uh, it was a mix of, uh, I mean, it's a mixed breed of uh, Spanish Alano with a shepherd dog with a, a Basque Shepherd mm -hmm. dog, who is a smaller than the German Shepherd dog. And this mix uh, was called okay. Villano, was, uh, who they was using a lot in, in the Basque area. And then in the south of uh -huh. Spain, 
they was uh, crossing the Spanish Alano with the uh, with the, the pressa dogs they had because you have to think that in the south of Spain it was where the most of uh, area where they have the most of bulls of uh, Spanish bulls the black bulls you know from the bullfighting mm -hmm. and to work with that bulls mm -hmm. they are quite aggressive so a lot of uh, the farmers have, was using uh, Spanish Alanos but Spanish Alanos you need maybe five six dogs to hold a bull. So what they was doing, breed them with bigger uh, dogs who they had in that area, uh, to make the mastiffs from the area. So they was creating what today it's called Spanish Doggo. It's not an official breed also at okay. the moment, but uh, it, it well, historically we have some reference to that breed, to that Spanish Doggo. And uh, so we had uh -huh. like three versions of the same breed. We have a heavy monocyte version who is closer to the to the Cane Corso, the Spanish Alano, who is the hunting Alano, mm -hmm. and then the Shepherd Alano, who is the, 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 the Villano. So we had three versions of the same breed with small modifications. The wow. Villano has a longer muscle, it's, uh, has a, it's less heavy. It's normally a dog who is about 25 kilograms, 30 kilograms maximum. And uh, then we had the, mm -hmm. the Spanish Alano, who is uh, male, um, up to 40 kilograms. And then we have the Dogos, mm -hmm. the Spanish Dogo, uh, Dogo Español, who has really not a limit to the, on, on the top weight. But we are call, talking about dogs who are 55 kilograms, 60 kilograms maximum mm -hmm. at the moment. So we had like these three versions like uh, who are normally also changing. One, the Viano has a longer muscle, especially with a smaller head. Dalano is like a catch dog mm -hmm. with uh, more similar to the dogs you can see on my, on my Facebook or on other Facebook. And then you have the, 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 the Spanish Doggo, who is closer to something between uh, Cane Corse and Bull Mastiff. It uh, looks like something okay. closer to that. And uh, okay. the problem is when they was recovering, they had uh, not that much uh, real Spanish Olano. So they was using part of the blood of Villanos and also from uh, from uh, Spanish Doggo, who are supposed to be always 50% of the same Alano blood. But, uh, mm -hmm. and then during the selection, there was like cleaning that uh, line. Some of the breeders was liking like more the heavy dogs and was going more to the heavy dogs. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was, I think, a little bit the problem. And especially on show, normally the judges also always like the, like the biggers. You know, it's mm -hmm. like everything big, it's cool. So we yeah. make champion the bigger dogs. And uh, I think in the last years, it's not only me. I, I'm, of course, I am part of them, but it's not only me. I think we have uh, five, six breeders who was really going uh, on show with the uh, correct dogs and uh, mm -hmm. start to win. So that mm -hmm. was making a really a big change. In fact, two of the old uh, Spanish Alano breeders have now changed the same bloodline, but have changed now to their selection and they dog breed to, to Spanish Doggo. Mm -hmm. Because they was liking more that, so they decided directly to say, this is not really an Alano, so this is a Spanish Doggo. And uh, they make a, a heavier selection, and uh, yeah, that's it. It's more a bull. Wow. It's more a bulldog. It's like a more used, and it's right. traditional also used for bulls, for catch bulls, and uh, hold them on farms. Right. Short distance, they don't have need to run normally as much as uh, the Spanish right. Alano and behind a, a wild boar. Mm -hmm. Normally, there are bulls in a, just in a farm to catch them. It's uh, they don't need to to run kilometers and kilometers. 
I can tell you in a hunting morning, we are talking about four or five hours uh, mm -hmm. with the GPS. Uh, we are making maybe, I don't know, walking 10 kilometers and dogs have maybe done mm -hmm. 60, 70 kilometers in the time because they are going right, left, searching. So they're really walking much more than, than humans. And if you think that you have one of these dogs, I think after 20, after 20 kilometers, maybe he's done. He's not, he don't have the capacity to, to be that much in the mountains or still be fit in the mountains. Right. So different. No. There are functions and different dogs. And also the Spanish mm -hmm. dogo, we can say it's more the defense dogs. It, they are really also, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are working with them now on defense and they are doing it uh, really mm -hmm. good. So I think mm -hmm. everyone has their, we can say uh, function, uh, uh, we can say shepherd, uh, some way of shepherd, also uh, not brave cows. Shepherd, mm -hmm. uh, it's the Viano. The Alano, it's the hunting version. Mm -hmm. And the, the Spanish dog, it's the bull and, uh, and defense uh, dog. Right, right, interesting. It attracted you I'm to start, start breeding dogs to begin with. What was, the, what was kind of that, that, that defining moment for you? Well, uh, it's a little bit hard to explain. Uh, it, the, the, the really moment was uh, the moment where um, they uh, told me that I had cancer. So I started treatment. Uh, and I had time because I was staying at home. So mm -hmm. I was not working during that time. I had time. I had my dogs. And I was going to show with my wife in that time. And I was seeing what they, they, that they are more... Spanish dogos on show called Alanos, and are really Alanos. So I say, let's do something. I have time, and I don't know how much time I will stay there, uh, still alive. Then I have to recognize that's now six years ago, and I'm wow. at this moment 100% well. So it, I passed it, and I'm cured. Uh, but that was really something that would make me start, that I say, mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to be one year or two years or whatever, it's still there. So I have to do something right. when I start to see them. And that's also something that I don't have uh, made really that much friends on the breed, on show especially, because I was coming in like, a, they say, like an elephant on a glass store. You know, it uh, was coming and just in 15 days, I was making my first champion. Wow. So, it was a little bit crazy. Yeah, it was just a uh, con just uh, just that everything was going good. Just one week, and the next week was show with mandatory point, and I was making best of breed in all of them. So just in 15 days, I had the luck to make the first dog, the Rasputina, the first female I had, a champ Spanish champion, and uh, it was like, uh, yeah, who is this guy? He's coming from nowhere, and now he's winning, but. The thing is, I had always dogs, and my dogs was always coming from, I like one type of dog, uh, who is the hunting version, and the uh, judges was considered, they never, no, they never. I've seen them, but it's like from 2010 or something, it was like disappeared. So uh, they like it, and uh, and I'm not the only one. And honestly, I'm not, I was not the only one, because I was also lucky that at the same time, one of the dogs I was then using with this uh, female, was also on show. He's a very young guy, a nice guy who is uh, who is also in, in, from the northern area. Uh, 
and uh, he was also going to show and uh, at the same time. So we can have with this male. So we can say we have a male and a female at the same time who was like winning. And the old breeders was mm -hmm. like, what's going on? We had a, yeah, our selection right. and we are not winning. But that was also good, I think, because mm -hmm. I have seen and I have to recognize that all these old breeders who was from the beginning on like breeding, they, some of them have changed to the Spanish uh, Dogo, what I, I told you. But others have, have done some rectification from their selection. So they, was, they are mm -hmm. trying now to go more to the, that type of, of hunting line and uh, even also using mm -hmm. dogs who was hunting. Uh, so they have, I think it's good. And we are on a moment where it's a little bit difficult. We have to see what's going on in the future with the breed, if it goes maybe to one mm -hmm. or another area. But at the moment, I think we are on the right way. And we are right. a few years ahead to be officially recognized by the FCI if everything works well. Right. So I think it would be, yeah, I think it's just the work. We still have to work for the next years, but uh, I think we are doing mm -hmm. a good job at the moment. The most of the breeders are doing a good mm -hmm. job. And uh, so I think we have to recognize that and say, go on. And to, because one person don't can do a change a breed, we can make put the, like the, the, the ignition to make a change, but the change has to be all the breeders. Right. We have to be all the breeders to know exactly what we want to go, which direction we want to go, and what, we, what was the, the tradition, uh, the, the, the original dog, and go back to that original dog. Don't lose that, because I think that's, mm -hmm. that's our jewel we have. Uh, it's a Spanish mm -hmm. hunting catch dog who we have to, to save, uh, in that sense, to... Mm -hmm. To, and make it known. I mean, uh, it's important. I, I, I like people. A lot of people have, I don't know, bulldogs, yeah. pit bulls, uh, bull mastiffs, and all that. Yeah. Uh, even boxers, they don't know that the most of them they come from the Spanish Alano. They even don't know what is the Spanish Alano if you talk to them. And no. I think it's important if you have a dog that you know which uh, are the origins and where they come from and what was the functions. And yeah. I, I like to do that work. So that's also one right. of the reasons that I, I was fully accepting uh, when you invite me to make an interview. I think it's important right. to, to let people know what, uh, what is going on and uh, yeah. what is the breed. Yeah. No, I really appreciate you doing this. It's your morning routine, morning and evening routine. Start with your morning routine. What uh, well, are you getting up? Uh, uh, my morning routine, it's normally uh, I wake up, take a, because my wife, she's going to work uh, far away. She's on the, just on, no, on the other side of the count of the city. So she has to cross all the cities. Mm -hmm. So she's waking up earlier. And then mm -hmm. I wake up, uh, I wake up, uh, take my children to the, well, wake up, breakfast for my children. And then I keep, mm -hmm. I go feed the dogs, clean them. Right. Clean them, because normally mm -hmm. after feeding they make poo. So clean them. Yeah. Uh, take my children to the school, and then normally today I have off, but normally I go work, and uh, until lunchtime. And lunchtime I'm I'm coming back, having lunch, quick with my my, dad, my with the dogs, pick up my children in the afternoon, and then normally we go. Depends. Sometimes we go a little bit around, but normally we come home. Uh, and then I start again with the dogs. So they are normally staying outside the whole, the whole day. Wait, just here's one. They are normally outside. They are all the time over here. 
They are uh, quite yeah, good yeah. thing also from the runners. They are not uh, real loud dogs. They are not uh, bellowing dogs at the right. time, so they are really quiet. Mm -hmm. uh, just when they have some situation, they bell, but normally they are quiet. And uh, that's what I've been my routine. And then in the afternoon, normally uh, I do the same again. And uh, I have a lot of dogs, mm -hmm. so I normally go out to walk with them. Because I live a, a little bit in the mountain area, so uh, I south and uh -huh. uh, it's not busy. I'm like six kilometers or six kilom seven kilometers away from the from the town, uh, from the village, mm -hmm. and uh, like uh, 35 kilometers from this uh, from the town from Madrid. So it's not far away. It's like a half an hour drive to go in in middle of town. But uh, the good mm -hmm. thing it's I'm in the middle of nowhere. So I can take my dogs out and walk a little That's bit with nice. them, with the children's on a bike, on a bicycle, mm -hmm. and just have a little bit, uh, being close to the town, to the town, but at the same time, yeah. be, uh, have a life like a little bit in the village. So I like That's that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's still, awesome. Still some, do, some things to do. I'm now uh, also making better installations for the dogs because, okay. like you can imagine, you my original plan wasn't to be a breeder, so I had installations for some dogs, but now they are always more and more. So I'm making now new dog kennels, and uh, I hope that uh, this month also they are done. That's one of the reasons that I wasn't hunting this uh, mm. this year at the moment, because I'm trying to finish everything to mm -hmm. have, keep them like I want to keep them and uh, that they are also better in, the, in that sense, that they will have also a better situation. Mm -hmm. I think anyway, they have a good situation at the moment, so it's okay, but I think uh, yeah. I have more uh, yard. I have like a backyard with a big area and a very big area who I'm arranging now to, to keep them there. Mm -hmm. So I hope I will be done in uh, next month and keep them, put them in the new area. How That's, do they yeah, do? Uh, how do you think they would? Yeah. How do you think they would do in a, uh, a colder climate? Say, like where I'm from here in the Midwest of the United States, where it would, uh, it gets doing you know well. some. T uh, mm -hmm. You have to think. Well, here it's, at the moment we had now we had now last week a little bit cold, but now it's uh, getting warmer. But uh, they're doing well, so I can tell you they are. I keep them every day outside. I put them mm -hmm. in to sleep. Uh, mm -hmm. in the inside of the car, but normally they are free walking uh, all around mm -hmm. and uh, uh, maybe I can do that next time I have to see because when I go up to the, to the backyard I'm losing the Wi-Fi wi connection right. so I don't can't, uh, yeah. keep the connection on but uh, uh, they are doing well here sometimes in winter we have minus 3, minus 5 degrees okay. so not really much snow because it's a dry area we are in Madrid and it's a dry it's not, normally during the winter we have in in spring and in autumn a little bit rain but normally mm -hmm. during the winter and summer it's very dry area so we have uh, maybe minus three degrees but nice sunny weather so it's cold right. but still sunny and uh, we can say that they have no problem normally they have no problem mm -hmm. because they are used to being uh, they are really strong dogs in that sense right. they are durable good for hot temperature and good for cold mm -hmm. temperature anyway you have to be you have to put some kennel where they can sleep especially at night when it's very cold and uh, in, in summer it's true that in full summer when we have here about uh, 40 45 degrees with uh, about uh, mm -hmm. I don't know exactly in Fahrenheit I think it's uh, 110 or something mm -hmm. that wow yeah so it's really hot and mm -hmm. it's true and the hot days that you see them 
just being under the sh shadow place and uh, don't move really much. Right. And it's very hard. They don't move really much, but they are okay. I mean, when when I when I go, uh, I check them a few times uh, every day. I stay with them all the time I can, and they are okay. Even when because when they see that they, you're moving or you go out to walk, they can easily walk a half an hour in the middle of uh, the mountain with that hot uh, temperature, and right. it's not affected. In winter, they really like it. They like winter. You have to think that we are, they are hunting dogs who normally hunt in winter and mm -hmm. be all the morning or even all the day outside in a minus or zero or minus degrees. Mm -hmm. So, and mm -hmm. they're doing well. They are not uh, really having problems. That's awesome. That's great. <clears throat> well, I'll they're also that. very healthy dogs. Uh, so uh, the good thing about Spanish Alano is, in my opinion, that uh, I'd never had really health problems. Uh, with with any of them, and the most part of I know they don't have really big health problems. So they are really healthy dogs. They are good, health, uh, strong health. I think it's also part of that the selection of function. It's important that I mean uh, they are in a hard situation normally when uh, when they are hunting, cold weather, hot weather, whatever. And uh, finally, that makes them also stronger, and uh, the immune system or whatever is, is stronger than maybe in a on a pet dog. Right. I mean, right. you have to always difference a little bit. I think it's the same with children. So, I mean, uh, if if you have everything super clean, no bacteria, not, uh, nothing at the end, it's not good for health for children. Right. If you are, there are, I see that with my kids, I put them a little bit in the mountains and let them be dirty a little bit. Yeah. And they are stronger. They, they catch less cold than other mm -hmm. children who are living in... And I think that's a little bit the situation also, that uh, if they are used as, as what they are used, uh, they are really strong and healthy dogs. And we have a, the main, and it's a small problem, it's a little bit the hips dysplasia, because they uh -huh. are still monocyte, and most of monocytes are uh, having mm -hmm. some cases of that. But it's really a small mm -hmm. uh, amount of hips uh, <clears throat> dysplasia. So we are talking less than 5% of of dogs can have uh, hips problems. So it's still something very small in that sense. And I hope that they uh, are keep it in that way. You have to think hunters, especially today, it's a little bit, they start to change also, but something like that. Hunters, if they have a dog who don't run behind the wild boar, it was not worth to keep them. Mm -hmm. so that's a little bit hard, but it's true. So mm -hmm. uh, they need dogs who are really, um, uh, be able to to work to make the function so there was a bit of the natural selection and that's one of the reasons that they are so healthy and that's also one of the risks when you go to show dogs a lot of readers say no i do hips tests and everything but the hips tests it depends if you are a friend of veterinary or not it can be true or not true right. and the best test it's really the working test i mean uh, if they are working and if they can do their work and run the whole day, they are normally good. And uh, if you see that they have problems to run the whole day, because one hour, maybe every dog can run, even with a bad hips. But be running five hours, six hours in the middle of nowhere, make 60 kilometers. If you have a bad hip, you don't can do that often. So and that's the, the natural selection mm -hmm. was done. Today now, it's not the same, because, I mean, uh, even hunters are not... Uh, mm, 
put away the dogs like they do it at uh, 20 years ago. Right. Uh, so right. there are more uh, animalists in that sense. I normally give them away. Mm. Uh, but the problem of give them away is that normally it can be some private person can keep them and say, ah, I love this dog. I'm going to breed. And they maybe don't test him or say, ah, I don't think right. it's a bad problem. And finally, that's what was happening in really in all the breeds. And finally, you have a problem. And uh, I hope that uh, right. the breeders who in the future don't uh, don't do that and really keep them uh, healthy like they are now at the moment, because at the moment there are really dogs who have right. no pro health problem. So I hope they mm. they be like that in 20 years. A few dogs uh, uh, are really good, and I think uh, we can make some some. I will say the the, the writer who have done them it's Agustin del Rio or or Manuel Jaren. And uh, there are really good books in that sense. The promise that nobody was translating them at the moment to, to other language. So they are only available on Spanish. Uh, but I think right. they will be, that's also the problem of, of not being a popular breed. So they are more popular in Spain, so right. only in Spanish. But I think they are really interesting. They have done a huge uh, investigation work who are behind this, uh, this two persons uh, who is really important and uh, their knowledge is even much bigger than mine. So I just have to read their books. And right. it's not the same to read the books to, to make the whole, all the investigation right. was behind. Right. Uh, and then I have my personal experience when, from, from child on with the dogs. Right. Uh, I can tell you in my village in, in Villar del Monte, they was uh, used mainly for, 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 for uh, the, 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 a bulldog and then at the same time during the winter as hunting dog. So they was doing like the two functions. So there was a, a little bit a heavier version, like a plus two mm -hmm. version of that, mm -hmm. what we, what is the actual Spanish Alano, but not as far as the Spanish dog. So something between both. And that was because they was, it was the dogs in my village was used for both, uh, for both functions. Uh, so it was something like mixed be between the both uh, versions of the breed. And uh, yeah, but uh, and that, that's, of course, that's my personal experience. And that was also something that was um, yeah. marking me from the beginning on, from, uh, from when I was start breeding on and when I was choosing my puppies or mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, yeah, I think uh, mm -hmm. uh, the history, it's important to know the history. We, But also it's something we have to think that when we talk about the history, about the Spanish Alano, we talk about a dog who makes function. That means uh, the Spanish Alano was not only one breed who was looking exactly the same. It was a lot of different mm -hmm. breeds or even mixed dogs who was doing the same function. So when we mm -hmm. talk about Alano, we talk about uh, like a different breed who was doing the same function. And when we talk about Spanish Alano, we have to recognize that it's a dog who was recovered from the 2000, uh, well, from 1978 on when they start to recover it. The mm -hmm. one who was recognized in 2004. That's the Spanish Alano. And the one before we can say it's Alano because it was all the kind of dogs was called Alano, all kind of catch dogs was called Alano in Spain. Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really appreciate it, Carlos. This has been awesome. Thank you very much. Okay. Me too. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Uh, bye.